0: Mom Talk Radio, we know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. Now, in our 16th season, with over 500 episodes in 17 countries, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I am here with Kim Harvey Brannan. Now if you guys want to follow along at home while you're listening or maybe you're at work, it's Kim, K-I-M-H-A-R-V-E-Y, Harvey Brannan, B-R-A-N-N-A-N. And we're talking about her book today, Quiet Conversations, and You know, one of the things about quiet conversations is if you're curious about God and his role in your life, if you want to know more about him and experience his presence and how your life can be better. Now, Kim, I'm just going to give my testimony really quick here. I have found my life is better with faith. It's just that simple. You know, I walked away for a few years. Um, I put other gods before me. My gods were money my husband and you know a lot of things that got in the way of my relationship and then i had a literal come to jesus turned myself around and the before and after gave me insight to going my life is better so i don't get into arguments about you know belief systems or rules and restrictions is jesus the son of god is he a prophet you know what? That's, that's beyond my wheelhouse. So I'm just a real simple gal and my life is better with faith. I sleep better. I eat better. I live better and I'm happier. So there's my case for faith. Very simple. It's a beautiful case for faith.
1: I think too many people complicate it, quite frankly. And I think simplicity is definitely the way to go. So good for you
0: well you know it's funny you talk about thank you um you talk about complicating things and when i was church shopping you know after i left the church that i had been in for 15 years and it was a very painful breakup um i found that everything was so complicated you go to one church they're like oh well you're not full immersion baptism then you're not really a christian if you only had your head dunked and i'm like i don't know what i had like i was two months old um so and i get people get hung up on all these details but all that did was frustrate me and the other thing that frustrated me was the what i call the churchies the languaging of the church and you know things when i would go into interview at at a church or talk to people about what they like they're like well how's your walk and i'm like well according to my fitness watch i have a one percent variance on either side (laughs) You know because we have these
1: you know there's the, a lot of jargon that people like to use
0: in yes this. yes and Church i call world
1: it, and in the faith world sadly yes yeah
0: and it's not meant to include i feel like a lot of times it's superior it's like when i went to france and i spoke french canadian versus continental french and they told me it made my their ears bleed you know because of my accent and at least that was the literal <laughs> translation i'm sure like it, it like saying my petit shoe like my little cabbage you're not really calling somebody a cabbage but but you know it didn't feel good and you know the purpose of having a relationship with god is private it's personal and you know when these big institutions get involved and start making you feel like you're not one of them, or you're not good enough, or you didn't do things their way, like the full immersion, you're not really a believer, like all those things just got me really frustrated. So I turned to journaling and I started writing letters to God. That's a
1: lovely thing. I, I've i journaled most of my, well, certainly my adult life, but I started journaling when I was probably in middle school. Um... And conversations with God can be as we journal and our thoughts, they can be as we're sitting, looking at a mountain and we're thinking, sometimes we audibly pray, sometimes our heart just soars. And I think God, because he is omnipotent, I think he can feel and sense those quiet conversations that are bigger even than words that he can feel the sense of my soul and feel the sense of my heart and what I'm thinking and what I'm concerned about and what just thrills me and delights me with his presence. And I will say it's interesting. I, You're absolutely fascinating, the topic you brought up about how often organized religion and denominations and people of great faith, sadly, they forget some very basic facts. The first one is that Jesus nor God created denominations.
0: Kim, I'm just going to jump in here for a second because today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, sometimes in life we're faced with really difficult choices and choosing the path forward isn't always easy or clear. When I went through a divorce, I also went through a foreclosure and moved. And so that caused me to do some church shopping, you know, going around my new neighborhood trying to figure out where I fit in. And this was really hard for me. And it wasn't convenient for me to drive five hours to the old church I was going to. So that caused a lot of problems for me, but I got a really great therapist. And I've got to tell you, that therapist helped me figure out so much because there was so much going on in my my life at that time that she helped me improve my overall life satisfaction by making really good decisions. She provided this supportive environment where my feelings and my experiences were validated. She helped me accept and understand what I. was going through. And she also helped me build some resilience to better cope with the adversities that were coming for me through the divorce and foreclosure process. So if you're going through these things and you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It's entirely online. And all you need to do is fill out this brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you want to switch therapists at any time, you can do so with no additional charge. So if you are struggling, let therapy be your map with Better. Help. Visit betterhelp.com slash military mom today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash military mom. Visit betterhelp.com slash military mom to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash military mom. And we know how many moves we make in the military. We know how stressful it is. So I think you guys will benefit. Now we're talking today with Kim Bannon and her book about quiet conversations and about how you know we as people make up all this stuff that's really not there you know in our faith and belief systems it just works for our culture
1: jesus when he left the earth after he had resurrected and he drew his close friends together the disciples and he was standing on a mountain when he ascended back into heaven he said go and make people believe in me go and make disciples he didn't say construct some tenets of faith and theology Come up with a bunch of creeds. Let's divide into tens of thousands of different, you know, sects and denominations of who should be allowed in and who should not and why you should have communion this way or why you should do baptism this way. Jesus never did that. God never did that. That was totally mankind. And it's just such a great example of how we are so, we are such like creatures that are not. As remarkable and amazing as God is. And I love that multiple times in the New Testament, Jesus would refer to believers as sheep. And I don't know how much you've ever spent time on a farm. (laughs) But it's interesting. My daughter and I had a fabulous trip um, a month ago in April. We went to Scotland together and we saw these amazing sheep that we would stop like on the hillsides and the car would pull over and we'd get out. And we just stared at them because they were remarkable little creatures and they're beautiful, but they were kind of dumb. Oh, I mean, they're I dumb. Like walked they into, you know, they have vision, they have eyes, but they would walk into each other. Right, Sometimes they we started trying well. to like, chew on rocks instead yep. of grass. And I'm kind of like, so you'd rather break your little teeth, your little sheep teeth on rocks when grass is sitting right there in front of you. So it doesn't surprise me that Jesus compared us to sheep because look at the dumb things we've done all in the name of faith. That has made people feel excluded instead of welcomed and included and has created the we're in. And so now you're out. Let's close the date once we made it. And you know, it makes me sad when you think anyone would ever enter what would be considered a Christian church and be made to feel inferior, uh, to be made to feel like they're not welcome because they just don't do things
0: the right way. That just breaks my heart. Well, yeah. And it's, and it's, it's mean, it's hurtful and it's certainly not, you know, much less Christian. It's not, it's just not nice. Like, you know, you're not nice
1: at all. You're It's not biblical. It's not biblical at all. And that's what breaks my heart is, um, it also gives really sensitive, dear, caring, compassionate people of faith, a bad name, Because when people, whether they're unbelievers or they're seekers, just trying to find a church home where they can feel comfortable, when they are confronted with people who are judgmental and they're mean-spirited and they put up the hand like, no, I'm sorry, you're not dressed nicely to come into our worship today. They just give the rest of us a bad name. People who just want to make sure that those who are hungry are fed and that those who need hope. Can get it and those who we can encourage that they can feel our love and our compassion and so it's really sad it's very sad to me
0: it is sad and you know and it's it's been frustrating for me as i i'm a single mom i have two children one is uh, 19 and the other one's 16. so they're you know they're grown up and i also have my 89 year old veteran dad that i take care of in my house so i get a lot of criticism because i watch church online or i watch <laughs> church on oh you're Sunday kidding me the fact media. that you want to
1: watch something while you have responsibilities for your father responsibilities for <laughs> your children and you're a busy woman with your own career i mean yeah, how about this how judgmental is that how judgmental is that right. some people experience church by taking a beautiful walk on the beach and communing with god you know i think that the most um spiritual experience i have ever had with god is watching a sunset at the beach and it's just transforming it just meets every need of my soul it just makes my spirit rise i mean i love my church i love getting involved in my church but people need to have freedom and leeway to know that god is so much bigger than our ideas and our thoughts of what's right and wrong god is so loving I mean, the disciple John, who was closer to Jesus than anybody, he wrote the immortal words in the New Testament. God is love. Right. That's one of the most profound statements in the whole Bible. God is love. And if we want even a little piece of what Jesus had and what God sends out into the world, we need to be love. And love is not judgmental. Love is not making up a list of rules that you have to follow and you're either in or you're out right you don't do it our way it's the wrong way that's not love and god is all about love
0: right well and i think it's up to everybody to form their own relationship first that's what i learned being a seeker or i was criticized as being a church hopper that was another nice thing great and i'm like you know what and and i you know the, the thing is i am a church hopper you know why because if a certain pastor is speaking at this church i will go to that church if there's a certain group that's playing there's um they're like frankie valley's old va- band they play down in santa clarita like what was that is phenomenal so i'm like <laughs> what is wrong with that like nobody said i have to come and listen to you peace you know pastor priest speaker whatever every right. week like if it's God's house, isn't it God's house everywhere? And if I want to go because I like this speaker and I like this music, or they're having a social after, that would be good for me and my dad. My dad could meet a few people and have a brownie. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Why, why do we have to be a member? I mean, I get members. And go to the same place every single week. Right. What's wrong exactly. with that? That's okay. Like, that was such a big deal for my community <laughs> out here. Because they're like, oh, well, you're just a church hopper. And I'm like... How is that a bad thing?
1: Right. And that's a bad thing. That's what your question should be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but that's sorry you've had people treat you that way. That's so frustrating. You're such a bright light and your faith is strong and that's what matters. So thank you
0: but i think a lot of you know the reason i bring this up is a lot of people have had this experience and so i don't want people to be soured on their relationship with god i don't want them to be soured in their belief you know the fact that that all of these institutions are man-made and therefore fallible Mm -hmm. can give you grace to go you know what forgive them they know not what they do but it also gives you permission to go you know what my faith is mine And it's not there for you to judge, it's not there for you to criticize, and it's not there for you to put on some meter. You know, I write in my journal every day, and I talk to God about my problems, I talk about, sometimes I pray for people, I have prayers on my phone, so I have a prayer for, and you'll laugh, I have a prayer for weight loss. I have a. Oh, pretty- no.
1: I've read spiritual books on weight loss and I pray for weight loss. And right, so I, pray I think you loss. can pray to God about absolutely anything. He loves us and He wants to know our
0: hearts yep and i put it in my to-do list if you can believe on my phone eight o'clock i do my like two minute prayers for people and i take two minutes and i stop usually i'm brushing my teeth or maybe in the tub and Mm -hmm. my little alert comes up and i'll say you know god today i'm praying for and i'll list out the people i'm praying for what they're suffering and then i pray for myself to have peace and wisdom kindness with my dad because i need that reminder and That doesn't fit in any of the organized spaces, but it definitely fits in with your concepts of developing your own relationship with God. Yes, it does
1: indeed. And that's really why I wrote the book, quite frankly, was I've studied the Bible. I've been blessed to be able to study the Bible for probably 40 years of my life, seriously for 40 years. And the Bible, it's a very hefty book. It can be very overwhelming. It's got 66 books within. Right. You know, it was written in Hebrew and Greek, then it's been translated in different languages. Right. And it's kind of daunting to a lot of people. And so I felt that I could help people by trying to take this big volume and hone it down to what I think are the most important things that God Himself has been trying through the Bible to communicate to us. Of what he really wants us to know about him. And so people are like, well, who do you think you are that you know what God wants us to know about him? And I'm like, well, you know what? He's not trying to keep it a secret. That's why we have the Bible. You know, that's why we have the Bible. And if you commit yourself and you want to spend a long time trying to put together the historical information and stories and the literary works like Psalms and Ecclesiastes and Proverbs and put those in line with the writings of the prophets and then the gospel writers, and then the apostles and the epistles, and put it all together and try to find what I did was do that and find common dots that were connected of what I believed. This is a message of what God wants us to know about him. A very simple example. My very first chapter, I speak, I name the chapters as though God is sharing with us what he wants us to know about him. So the first chapter is called, I long to be close. And the Uh, backup, if you will, documentation that I provide uh, for that idea that I think that's something God is always trying to let us know, is that when he worked in the Old Testament with the nation of Israel and they were traveling through the desert, in the middle of the day, he provided, provided this amazing cloud that had come out of nowhere, so they knew God was with them. And at night, he provided a fire as they were traveling, so that they knew God longed to be close to them. You know, and when I look at my own life, the times I've been sitting in a hospital room in a dark area, sad, broken hearted, praying for a loved one, wondering if they're going to make it through the night. I know that God is with me and that he longs to be close to me because I'll say, Lord, I need your strength. I need your peace here. I don't want to panic. And he just fills me
0: up, which means something happens. Right. You just like that's that's with me. Right. The, The best thing is try it. You know, here's exactly. the thing, like we're not asking you to take a drug. We're not asking you to change right. any major thing. Like right. how about the next time you're feeling lost or alone or sad or afraid? How about offer your troubles up? And wait and see, like do your own clinical exactly. testing. Exactly.
1: You know, and in the New Testament, the fact that we as Christians believe that God decided to send his son Jesus to the earth, how much more can you long to be close than becoming mankind yourself? Right. In, in the person of Jesus Christ. And so I just, for me, I just felt like I really wanted to share what I thought were the most important things. If you start from absolutely no faith, or if you have a little bit of faith, but you want to strengthen it, I feel like my book offers readers a chance to delve into the most important things that can help you grow your faith and feel a deeper connection with God and to feel closer to Him.
0: Well, yeah, because not everybody's going to sit, you know, for two years, I tried to read through the Bible. I bought one of those planners, you know, that broke it down yeah. into pieces and I would make it till about March and then I'd get behind <laughs> then by April. And I like poop out by May of every year. Like, and then I you're started. beating yourself
1: up. That's the problem. Then we all guilt ourselves over things, right?
0: Well, and here's the thing, like, I don't understand half of it and then so uh, somebody bought this adventure bible for my kids when they were like i don't know 10 or 12 years old and it's made for 10 years old that's enough for me like that and that's good that's okay
1: it's just I mean, think, as i said earlier why should we complicate something right. as beautiful and precious as faith and a relationship with god we need to keep it simple and to grasp and hold on to those powerful fundamental aspects of who God is and his personality and how he wants to interact with us. Right.
0: I, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, as opposed to sweating through, looking up stuff and trying to figure out what was going on at the time and understanding these things, and then getting, because you have to look at the
1: culture and the history and society at the time and the laws of the time. And I mean, it's, it's Oh, and then
0: one of my friends sent me a Greek interlinear, (laughs) like, <laughs> uh, I just opened it up and I'm like, okay um have you ever seen one? I have never seen one, but I've seen the Greek
1: language written. And it's just as confusing as Hebrew to me. Yeah. I mean, so it like takes, alphabet, everything. I yeah, mean, it they takes both have different Greek alphabets than we do.
0: Hebrew, then the transliterated in the English, and puts all in one line. So I'm like, it reminded me of being like in 10th grade in concert band, and the the <laughs> director gives me this piece of music to play on the flute or the piano, and all I see is a million black notes, and then everything starts to blur, and I pass like out. Wonderful. It
1: like makes your head want to explode
0: or something. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing about faith, like, you know, with all this stuff, are you right? I don't know. Am I right? I don't know. Like, we'll all find out at some point. We'll find
1: out when we need to find out when we get to heaven. Exactly.
0: Right. But I find some people get so up in arms about the rightness of things, yet they'll take a vitamin with any amount of packaging on it with a promise of health and not get all up in arms. Right. Yeah, you know, so my it's thing critical, with all, right, with all of these, you know, authors or teachers or spiritual people I have come on my shows, I'm like, you know what, readers, listeners, take a look at it. If you don't check like it, it, return it, right. And there was a thing exactly. in journalism school, you know, um, that my professor taught me, which I still quote to this day, if your mother says she loves you, check it out. Like, check your own stuff out, do check your own research, out. check everything out. Like, you know, get Kim Harvey Brandon's book, read it, love it, hate it, whatever it is. And check that it out to you. Like, we're not trying to prove anything. We're not trying to, no. we're just offering up a service of greater understanding that we found yes. for someone else.
1: Well, and I love one of the Psalms. I think it's the 34th or 35th. It says very simply, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's I right. mean, You could come to a lovely buffet or a bake off and they can have the most beautiful food and it can look like, oh, so much time was invested. But guess what? If you don't taste it and it's not good, what good is it? Right. So God is the same way. You know, he wants us to get to know him. And so
0: in whatever way we are able to try to do that, he will welcome that. Absolutely. And I think God has a sense of humor. And when oh, I do too. ask me all the time, they <laughs> come to me, they knock on my door, they say, Have you tried Jesus? And I said, Yes, he is delicious.
1: <laughs> See, I love it. I absolutely love it. God definitely has a sense of humor for sure. Yeah. So tell me where can people find your book? Thank you for asking. Um, my book is available on Amazon okay. and it's Quiet Conversations, and the subtitle is simply what God wants you to know about him. And it's available in hardcover, paperback and Kindle version. And do we have an audible version? You know, we do not have an audible version yet. And I'm glad you asked me that because do you think that's a good idea? I've had a couple of people say, oh, I would love your book, but I listen to books. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a visual person that I have never listened to an audible book in my life. But they said, well, you should record your own book. It could be your voice reading your book.
0: And I haven't done that. But you know what? If you think that's a good idea, and I think I should go for it. Because people who listen to podcasts aren't generally big book buyers. But think about it. They will buy books, but they will listen. And we have all different And that's your world. That's your world. So yep. and we have different mediums for different reasons. And the other reason that I think um audiobooks are so vital is we all spend so much time on screens today. That our Mm -hmm. eyes get tired. I know for me at the end of the day, if I'm listening in interviews all day, I want to read a hard copy book. But Mm -hmm. if I've been on the screen all day looking at things, I don't want to look at a book. I want to listen to it. So I think wonderful. are Thank all, you for that are suggestion. all that'll be our next move i love that idea excellent excellent all right so you guys i want you to check out kim harvey Brandon's website kim her book is very beautiful it looks like an upper east coast um uh, end of the end of the coast uh into the atlantic ocean quiet conversations what god wants you to know about him we'll be back again soon with another great episode thanks for tuning in to military mom talk radio want more information check us out at military mom or find us on itunes for more than 500 free episodes drop us an email or find us on facebook we are looking forward to another great discussion we hope you'll join us on military mom talk radio